Active dressage and orphans Were my cowgirl prayers Gotta raise some money Just save the camp, I swear Or save the ranch Or save the farm Lord knows they're always In financial trouble Not Heartland It's cowgirl summer With beer boys Hallelujah Amen Heaven bless the show Heartland Hallelujah Amen Amen Fudgebaggers, welcome to Pure Boys Podcast. I'm Aaron Black, uh, Cowgirl Summer 3, Heartland Edition, and Chiz. That's a lot to get out of the way. And I am David A.R. White, and all I have to tell you is that anybody can be a Fudgebagger. That's right. CBC, if you're listening, we say Fudgebagger with love in our hearts and uh, love in our Come hearts. in our brains. And come in our farts. <laughs> That's gross. That's a gross way to start the pod, and yeah. I started it um, just like the fire. That's all right. I mean, I said fudge packers first. You know, it, it, you know, it, it, that's just what happens. Yeah, but everybody can pack fudge, but not True. everybody can. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I disagree on that. I feel like yeah, the I disagree with that too. <laughs> the opposite is probably true. Yeah, yeah. But, I meant I meant erm ways, but everybody. Of course, yeah. Well, yeehaw, uh, giddy up, little doggies, <laughs> and uh, all that. I think uh, Jack would uh, co-sign to all of that. Oh, Grandpa Jack? Yeah, if there's one person who can come, it's Grandpa Jack. Unless you're not married, then no uh, bedding shall be had. If you even consider sleeping in adjoining rooms, Jack will threaten you in the middle of the night. Threaten you, a grown man. The fire in his eyes when he realizes that Lou wants to put him in an adjoining room is ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, those rooms are right next to each other. <laughs> what? Sean Johnston is the actor who plays Jack. I looked him up and, like, he's so great. Oh, my God, he's so good. And, and spoiler alert, he's still on the show. Oh, man, that is a big spoiler yeah. that I did not want to know. Too bad. Season 17, Jack Bartlett is still a part of Heartland. Some characters that we're familiar with are no longer on Heartland, but Jack Bartlett is still there. He's definitely a, a pretty monumental person in the uh, Canadian acting scene. Like, I swear he's on, like, four ep four seasons of Stargate or something. <laughs> yeah, he's Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we love him. He's got to be in one of the Stargates. Uh, what's his name again? Scott Cardinal? Sean Johnston. Sean with a U. John That's Stone. Ri That's ridiculous. I'm not looking this up anymore. <laughs> Look up Scott Cardinal. Find out what Scott Cardinal's in. Heartland, because that's a character name, not a man's name. That is a character name and not a man's name. That's certainly true. Yeehaw, giddy up, uh, get along little doggies. Yeehaw! <laughs> hey, we need to do the, speaking of yeehaws and ye womans, we need to do the Pure Boys Prayer. Clap. God bless our podcast, please. God bless all podcasts, please. We love you, please. Ye men. Or ye woman. Or ye woman. Yeah. Or yeehaw. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. From now on, it's going to be yeehaw or ye woman. I don't know why I went with ye men today. I just, spirit moved me. Yes. And, uh,. Yeah, I don't have anything to say on that. Nah, the country spirit. 
Uh, how? What do you think of this episode of Heartland? I know we got some segments, but let's just let. I, I love Heartland. Uh, it washed over me like a cold stream. Some of it was good. Some of it was spicy. Some mm. of it was uh, worn out territory, like Lou. <laughs> oh God, is that, Lou a yeah? There's a yeah for sure. There, yeah, Lou is a worn out, uh, dirty old rag in this episode. <laughs> They need to give this character something, because every episode, she's just the worst. Yeah, I mean, they gave her something in this episode. This is a big episode for Lou. It is a big episode, but she's kind of, like, just the worst during all of it. And then, I guess at the end, she says no. So, that's the positive. That's some vagary for everybody. Oh, my God, it's the 80 for Brady Minute! Oh, boy. Well... What is it to say about Andy Brady this week? This theme song is obscenely loud. Oh my god. Uh, let's see. What happened in it? Did you watch Andy for Brady yet? I didn't watch Andy for Brady, and if you're listening to this, do not turn down this volume. No, God, no, don't you even dare. I'm just looking at Dill Guy Fietti is in Andy for Brady, and he's like friends with the ladies in it. He like hangs out with them at one. He's like helping them throughout the movie. That makes a lot of sense. That's probably his number one, like, age group. And I think he wants to frick Sally Fields in the movie. Yeah. There's a part of course. Where, there's a part where he, like, invites him to a party, and she's like, oh, will they be dancing? And he goes, oh, if you're there, they'll be dancing. <laughs> what the hell is nice. that mean? What does that mean, dude? Did you watch it since our last uh, record? Of course. I watch it every week. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good ending. Well, how's that? <laughs> Good. That's the 80 for Brady Minute. So, uh, how did you choose the timing of the 80 for Brady Minute this week? Did you use a random uh, generator like I suggested, or did you just let your heart uh, draw you? No, I, I asked you a question, and then as you started talking, I was like, now's the time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it always going to be an interruptive thing? I mean, I... I th- probably yeah I mean I don't yeah. like the 80 for Brady minute could just happen at any time you never know it'll only happen once per episode but you never know when it'll happen that's cool I like it uh, me too yeah I mean you know I, I just I'm never ready for it that's the thing I just never know when the 80 for Brady minute's gonna happen so I'm never prepared to talk about 80 for Brady well I thought it was a little early but that's not for me to decide and the fact that it did throw me off my game is the whole point yeah, for sure it is, right? You, we gotta. It shakes things up a little bit. It's uh, it's like it's like getting a horse that only responds to vocal commands and saying "giddy up" and then getting th- thrown off. Yeah, old cowboy uh, tricky lose when it comes to uh, talking to horses. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's. Uh, hey, you need to hurry up and watch eighty for Brady. Uh, I think I want to slow down and maybe watch 80 for Brady. I think you'll love 80 for Brady. I think that uh, it's exactly what your life is missing currently. Definitely. Well, I I plan to take a nice, cool, easy, breezy afternoon. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to twerk it. Um, So I might watch 80 for Brady, but I'll probably watch some, like, terrible uh, 80s uh, sci-fi movie or, like, a Van Damme movie. I've been really into those lately. Sure. I mean, we were. Hey, listeners, full disclosure, we were going, before we decided to do Heartland, we were talking about doing a Van Damme summer, just watching Van Damme movies all summer. So that was, that was certainly on the table at one point. And it was like set in stone for a little while. Oh, yeah. It was uh, etched, as they say in the biz. What what have Uh, you been watching lately? Which Van Damme movies have you been partaking in? 80 for uh, Brady? I watched uh, 40 Minutes of Time Cop. Yeah, that's all you need. 
Um, well, once you get the sex scene out of the way, which is pretty early, you're like, uh, you're you're done. Did he do the you're... splits on the counter yet? Yeah, he definitely did Sick. the splits. Yeah, yeah, okay. And once you've seen that, then that's kind of it, yeah. I'm terrible with naming things, but I watched, uh, uh, not it. Legionnaire, but like Legion King, Lion King. <laughs> Le- <laughs> what, was it the Legionnaire? No, it wasn't the Legionnaire, but he is from the Moroccan Legion in the movie. Oh, is it Lionheart? Oh God, that's an old Van Damme movie. Yeah, watched uh, an hour and twenty minutes of Lionheart. Uh, <laughs> didn't want to watch the last thirty minutes or whatever. Oh my God, it's almost two hours long. I don't blame you then. Yeah, one forty-seven. The problem with Van Damme movies is at a certain point, and it's usually pretty early. Is like you get you get what's going. You on. get it. Yeah, yeah, I understand what this is. He's just gonna be kicking dudes and doing the splits and doing jump kicks and yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah! And his faces and... Of course, yeah. Well, Van Damme is known for his expressive face, the weird lump on his forehead, and his ability to do the splits and his tight ass. Yes, uh, and driving the women and the men crazy. Oh, yeah. Have you watched Bloodsport yet? No, no f- not since, like, forever ago. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. You're familiar with Bloodsport. Okay, yeah. I, oh yeah, I, I'm really considering modeling my whole style after his American friend in that movie, who just wears like Harley Davidson bandanas tied around his calves and like black sleeveless Harley Davidson shirts, and he's just a loud asshole. That's kind of who I want to model my life after. I thought you've been doing that for years. <laughs> well, I haven't worn the outfit. I mean, I got that Jesus shirt, I guess. So halfway there. You have his mystique, like his eye uh, look. Oh, I think you mean mesquite, as in my horrible stench is very similar to his. Hey, man, mesquite's all right with me. Hey. (laughs) I went to a poker game recently, and they were talking about smoking meat for, like, hours. Like, were you playing, or did you just go to watch the poker stars? (laughs) I uh I was playing. It was just like a friendly uh, game. Oh, I gotcha. Jennifer Tilly wasn't talking about. I love to smoke brisket. No, no, no. Uh, we we should have had that on in the background. It's yeah. kind of weird going to a poker game and not having like uh Sportsnet blaring in the background <laughs> with uh poker playing as well. Can we also take a second to acknowledge that that was a terrible Jennifer Tilly impression? Normally, my impressions are on point. That gen- that was a bad Jennifer Tilly impression. I barely even tried. You, I want to create a pun with like Tilly and tried, but it doesn't yeah. quite work out. I know. I try lead. Sure, sure. You know, it's probably <laughs> the best that we're gonna do. It's probably the best that there is. So we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll, we'll take it. Best there ever was. I uh, on Fiveshire, uh, Niles and Daphne just got together. They just, they just told each Jesus. other that they love each other. That didn't happen in, like, season three? No, season end of season seven, that happens. As Louise Niles. On Daphne's wedding day to Donnie, and Niles got eloped earlier in that week with his now wife, Mel, who is Maris' plastic surgeon. And so then, then they both admit that they like each other, and they throw that all away and just take off together in a Winnebago at the end of the episode. Uh, but the reason I bring that up is because I was trying to think of what their couple name could be, and there's nothing. It's either Dills or N- N- Naphne, and neither of those are anything. 
Now, not, nil, nil neat. It's nothing. There's nothing there. I, I kind of like nil neat. Not for the right reasons, mind you. But, well, uh, man, they really went uh, soap opery with it in that season, hey? Yeah, it, the last couple episodes are pretty outrageous. Like, Frasier, te- Frasier is high on pain pills, and he tells Daphne that Niles has been in love with her for, like, seven years. And that sends her into a tailspin, and then, yeah, and then, they, you know, whatever happens, happens. All, all I gotta say is, Daphne, what are you doing, baby? You could be in California. Oh, no, no. She she is hitting the jackpot with Niles. <laughs> I mean, he got money, got style, uh, he's got a famous brother. He's sophisticated as frick. Cool dad. Oh, the coolest dad. There's a point where Roz is on the phone trying to find a date for the wedding, and she's, like, telling guys that she'll have sex with them if they come to the wedding with her, and Martin's just sitting in the chair next to her being like, well, I mean, if you need a plus one, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe there's a room for old Martin on that on that ride. Maybe maybe old Martin can get that deal, huh? What do you think about that? Does he mention Viagra at all? No, he just, he doesn't say any of that. His eyes say it all. He's very like, oh, God, maybe, hey, Daphne, I'll take that deal. Uh, hell, I'll take that deal, Daphne. Me, Aaron Black, I'll take that deal right now. Yeah, that's a video I'd watch online. Sure, with 65-year-old Perry Gilpin? Why not? Well, when you got a limp, you, uh, you're you good at sex. Roz is so hot. Oh, my. It's, like, insane how hot Roz is on that show. I'm more of a Daphne person. Ah. <sighs> Nah. The, the what ruins it for me is the whole Niles thing. Well, sure. Yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to cuck Niles. I understand. No, just because I respect him so much, not because it's like I'm stepping down or anything, oh, or no, no, no. she's stepping down. No, 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 no. You respect her and you respect him, and you want what's best for Daphne, which is to end up with David A. R. White. <laughs> I no, I say it said it but do you know what i meant by stepping down because i don't know no i mean i don't remember <laughs> i don't recall the context in which you said that who was step whomst was stepping down you well or niles? i said niles and daphne uh was stepping down but i don't know why <laughs> well, not, well i mean obviously when you challenge niles he will step down yeah exactly yeah he will step down as daphne's husband do you think uh, is there an episode where Niles and Fraser like get into like wrestling outfits and like have a wrestling match with each other? All greased up. Uh, uh, n- not that specific, but there is a scene where they were going to play squash and Fraser's wearing shorts that like just like are like an inch longer than a speedo essentially. So you, it's all thigh on Frasier. And uh, so that's probably the closest you're going to get to that kind of thing. Oh, there's also the scene where Frasier's naked in bed holding a, a champagne bottle over his dinger. And when Niles and Daphne butt in on him, the champagne pops and like uh, foam comes out all over the, his bed and himself. And he goes, oh, and it looks like he's busting a nut. And it's maybe the worst moment in television history as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Frazier definitely forced that scene. Like yeah. he, like that wasn't supposed to be a part of the episode at all. He <laughs> just had like a dream oh, or yeah. saw like it on TV or like a softcore porn. Oh, did he bend at the break of day and slip into a dream? <laughs> oh, he bended it like Beckham. That's for sure. Certainly, yeah. Hey, listeners, head to YouTube and look up Fraser, and I have a video on there about Frazier busting his nut and how gross it is. So check that out. Check it out, baby. Check it out, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They also tell you there's a whole episode where Martin's obsessed with Austin Powers and he keeps quoting him and it's the most amazing thing ever. You did tell me. Over text. <laughs> oh, over so text. So it's not like it's in person or uh, 
in studio? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, uh, etched in stone on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. For all of the listeners. Is there anybody we can pay to make sure that this uh, this series stays online forever? Uh, Heartland? Uh, if you go to the CBC website, it's there forever. No, like our uh, podcast. Yeah, of course. It's fine. It's We don't pay for hosting now. It's free hosting, so if the show ever ends, it'll just continue on existing as it is. It'll never go away. It's there for, unless Anchor shuts down. It might. A thousand well, years? Well, it might, but I have all the episodes saved. I'll just re-upload everything. And everything's on YouTube. That's the other thing. Everything, all the episodes are on YouTube, so it'll. it's always there. It's always available. And this one's for the listeners out there. I just had a DOS window pop up, so if anybody's hacking me right now, I want you to go F yourself. A DOS window? Yeah, DOS window you're with, to, like, a command prompt. You're trying to boot up Jill of the Jungle or Cosmos Cosmic Adventures or Biomenace or or any other a, a, po, a Poggy uh, game? Commander Keen? Jill of the Jungle ruled. I know, I know. How many nuts did you bust to her? Lots, I bet. Lots, so much. Right? I was a little eight-year-old boy just busting nuts, Jill. Nine pixels. Of the jungle. That's, yeah, of course. Nine pixels is enough. The fact that uh, she was in a jungle was enough for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, how did she end up in that jungle? Were her parents tragically killed in a boating accident or a plane accident like Tarzan's? Well, from what I remember, she definitely had like a Tar Tarzan like gi on her. <laughs> yeah, she definitely had a karate gi on for sure. <laughs> So I I would have to assume that she like fell out of a helicopter or something. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Were you are you a Tarzan man or a George of the Jungle man? Um, hmm. I grew up on that Tarzan TV show. Um, and I'd have to say uh, I'm a Tarzan guy. Wow, wow, bold stance. I don't know what Tarzan TV show you're talking about. I, I don't know if I've seen that. It's your generic, probably like god awful. Definitely. Uh. uh live action uh, Tarzan show on TV and I watched it ad nauseum I loved it I couldn't believe a man in a jungle that's living I mean I'm aware of a Jill in a jungle but not a man in a jungle for sure yeah like that and Xena were like the two things I watched wow okay wow that's uh, those are both uh, that covers all your bases yeah Hercules, nah, get yeah. that out of here. I was Kevin over- Sorbo, spit. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo, you suck. We hate you. Spit. You suck. <laughs> Blah, spit. Yuck. What a loser you are. What a, d- what a dumb cuck you are, you big loser idiot. He could be a smart cuck for all I care, uh, but I hate him. Yeah, I hate your attitude, Kevin. Now that we don't do the Kevin Sorbo Tweet of the Week anymore, we can be honest. We, I, yeah. I don't like you, Kevin. I think you're a bad actor and a bad... You, you're a bad. You act in bad faith as well. If you don't believe the shit you're saying, then you're an asshole for spreading it. But anyway, well, now we honor a true hero oh, yes. in Humpty Dumpty. Oh, please! Moment of silence, everyone. Hand over your oh, salute.
Do you think anyone's? Do you people have? How many people do you think have looked at their phone and been like, "What the? What's going on? What the fuck is this? This freaking silence! What happened to my stream? I think it broke. I think the episode broke. Wi-Fi isn't what it used to be. <laughs> Wi-Fi. Wi my Wi-Fi's funeral isn't playing. And salute. And salute. That's what I think when uh, my uh, internet goes out wherever I am. I just go, "Wi-Fi isn't what it used to be." <laughs> oh. These kids these days don't know how good they had it. Yeah, they don't know what true Wi-Fi is. No way. They got these 5G chips in their arm, and they think that uh, that their Wi-Fi is the best it's ever been. Get Try the original Wi-Fi, kids. Were you surprised when Carl is in the barn and asks if they have Wi-Fi? Like, I, I just assumed Wi-Fi didn't exist when Heartland was shot. I mean, for yeah. For the first season. Well, because it didn't like on the farm carl is lou's uh, boyfriend from new york he finally shows up on the show but uh anyway who cares um well if you don't know who carl is f you and yeah. listen to some episodes exactly i i don't know if we've ever mentioned carl's name before <laughs> we've talked about lou's boyfriend but i don't think we've ever called him carl before i don't think we've ever called him carl probably <laughs> in the first episode though maybe yeah but uh well we barely knew lou's name in the first episode <laughs> true enough yeah true enough yeah i don't i don't think that wi-fi existed back then clearly it didn't because ty is like well sorry i don't know i'm no wi-fi right now i did go up to uh my uh um fatherland motherland Heart you know where my uh ancestors hail from uh oh okay yeah yeah the motherland yeah and I had had internet for, like, five years, and I went up there and I asked them, like, where I can get internet, and they just, like, shook their heads at me and, like, <laughs> I don't know, the library or something. Yeah, well, you're in Transylvania, bud. What do you, you think you're going to find Wi-Fi out here in Dracula's castle? Are you effed? Well, vampires don't like Wi-Fi because it uh, interrupts their sonar. Correct, yeah, well, the famous bats. Correct. <laughs> Correct them. Window. It makes them fly into windows. How often do you think vampires fly into windows as bats? Probably all the time, right? I don't know. They, you'd think they'd be wise to it after a little bit. Like, they got uh, human brains. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But those human brains are crammed into the head of a like a bat. There's no way that they're working exactly the same. Does Twilight not go into this? This seems like ripe uh, territory for Twilight. Well, the thing with Twilight is that those vampires don't shapeshift. They just sparkle. They're just sparkly <sighs> vampires. That's all they are. They have super speed. They can fly, kind of. like in the, They can fly like the Hulk can fly, where they can jump really far and it looks like they're flying. Uh, they can play baseball real good, but... <laughs> The only Transformers <laughs> in that series are the werewolves. I was thinking these, uh, oh, you know, uh, vampires were stupid until oh. you said they can play baseball real good. Then that turned me, and I'm like, okay, now I'm going to watch Twilight. Have you never seen Twilight? No, never. Oh. Never read a single sentence or oh. watched a single screen. The books are terrible. I read, I read the first book's terrible. I started reading New Moon, and it was even more terrible. But the movies are fantastic just beautiful pieces of cinema i'm never gonna watch him but there's a whole baseball see the reason i started watching the reason i got into twilight is because i saw the baseball scene from the first twilight and went wait this is what these are i i, I could be into this this seems kind of great and then i watched them and they are great no i hope they are great and i hope they stay around forever well just so you know they can only play baseball during thunderstorms because 
the sound of them hitting the ball is so loud that it sounds like thunder and they can hide it in a thunderstorm. If it's thunder and lightning, they can hit the baseball as hard as they want and then nobody thinks that there's just weird thunder happening. Real. Real. And they all wear like old-timey baseball uniforms from the Negro League or whatever. That is the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. It's you great. know they had like old white leagues, right? <laughs> That's the ridiculous part. That they're wearing Negro League jerseys. That's the ridiculous part. You know, they were they were around during that. They probably met some of those guys. Sucked their so- blood. They hit the ball so hard that it makes such a loud noise that they can only play during thunderstorms. Correct, yes, because it's so loud. Which, to me, seems like, wouldn't the ball or bat explode at that point? If you're hitting it so hard, it sounds like a thunderclap. I imagine the ball has a stress point where it would explode. Like, that is the weirdest, like, context thing to explain a thing I've ever heard in a movie Ever, yeah, kind of, kind of makes you want to watch Twilight, huh? Th- not really. It's kind wow. of the opposite to me. Crazy, uh, but like, if you're gonna do that, go into the bat backstory. How do you make these bats that can stand <laughs> such a wild swing? And they are, they are using wooden bats. You'd think that they'd use an aluminum bat for that exact reason, but no, they're. I mean, like, I see people. I well, I don't see. I hear people on the radio breaking bats all the time when they hit dingers in the MLB. So, of course they'd shatter bats. Isn't uh, the ball hitting the bat and, like, any hit just, like, fun to listen to? Yeah. It's the best part about listening to the to the ball games on the radio is the crack of the bat. I also like uh, the way uh, the catcher's mitt receives the ball. Mm-hmm. That's a good sound. That is a nice sound, yeah. I Secondary, also, of course. Of course. It goes bat, the crack of the bat, then it goes the womb for the glove, and then it goes the guys going, peanuts, yeah, peanuts, smoke a beautiful Viceroy cigarette. <laughs> Which legitimately might be something somebody said in a baseball stadium in the 30s. It is. I've heard it. It was in the 50s. So what – have you done a deep dive? What happened to Viceroy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I forgot to do my homework of investigating Viceroy. Viceroy's still around. There's still a cigarette. There's still a cigarette. Yeah, but, back, like, back why didn't they become Marlboro? Was it, like, uh, you know, just couldn't push the envelope? Why didn't they become Marlboro? Uh, probably because Marlboro already existed. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Big yeah. Marlboro yeah. was, like, 1800s. Well, you can't be a thing that already is. In the same way that we can't change the name of this podcast to Hoof-Hearted because that already is a podcast. Believe me, we've tried. I've looked into it. We had a big fight about this. We both but- love the name Hoof-Hearted, but we can't use it. But we could go with Hoof Heartland. Yeah, but that's not as good. I think it's as good. Mm. But I digress. Uh, we'll never hear it again, and true. you'll never hear us argue about it again. That's true. But, uh, hey, we got one last oh. segment to get to before we get to <laughs> really? the show. Yeah, we got to do the 80 for Brady Minute. Oh, and then another one. Yeah, it's uh, of course, it's everyone's favorite segment. Woo! Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah! Oh, boy. So, okay. listen. So. If, we got to pause the episode because oh, okay. I got to listen to this song. Did you no, not, don't actually pause. Did you not listen to the song? I listened to the oh, song. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Uh, so, listeners, if you are, if this is your first episode, uh, weird place to start, but fine. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm a big country music fan, and I've been trying to get uh, Steve into country music. And uh, so 
every week we have this segment thank god i'm a country boy this is the third week of it i'll i give him a different country song to listen to to see what he thinks and uh try to find some try to find a, a pathway into country music for him and uh because it's summertime summertime's country time and that's the best time to listen to country music so uh, uh let's see the first week what would you have good time didn't like that one hated it second week you had more drinking than fishing by jade eagleson uh grooved but didn't like it yeah i started grooving on it and then i hated it that's fair uh and you said that i think we came to the conclusion that in your mind modern country music is like douchey the douchey bro country which there certainly is a lot of that in modern country less so now than there was like five years ago but it's still a major component of it so i decided to go out and find a song i went out onto the street and i found a song that i think is the kind of like to show you a different type of modern country music that that's that's not not all of its douchey bro music uh and so that's why this week your song was weed whiskey and willie by brothers osborne i've got bottles and bottles stacked to the ceiling i get stone for survival it helps me he's grooving We get, like, big copyright strikes every week from these songs. <laughs> good. Yeah, real Come good. Come at us, big music. Yeah, who can? Oh, we're not going to monetize our 20 views yeah. on YouTube. Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, well. We're not making a red cent off of this thing. That's right. We really aren't. This is all... This is a labor of love, anyone... Lawyers listening. But anyway, what did you think of Weed, Whiskey, and Willie by Brothers Osborne? Well, first of all, 436, get pricked. I mean, it's way too long. You got to loosen up your standards when it comes to song length. I can't control that. I, there's only so many. Th- I, can, I won't pick any 10-minute songs, and I'll try to avoid five-minute songs. But you got to give me four minutes at least. 436, though? I don't know. It's, it, <laughs> it's under five. It's, it's under five. It's on the cusp of insanity with these songs. I can't. This guy listens to minute thirty trap rap songs and goes, "This even this is too long for me." Kind of. You like? like I got stuff to do. I got moves to make. You like television jingles, and that's it. I'm guessing that's the only length of song that's appropriate for you. Is well, that's probably why you loved all the theme songs from Midweek Freak Treat. Yeah, put on the Full House uh, theme song and just let me groove, baby. <laughs> I'm sure there's a five-minute version of that song out there, so there's probably a full version of it. Oh, yeah, I never play that one. No, I fall no, asleep. No. Oh, I, a bunch of stuff I haven't heard before? No, thank you. So, obviously, as soon as I see this 436, I'm pissed. I think and then <laughs> I'm in a weed room? Are you kidding me? You're in a Why weed are all room? these... Uh, songs like weed and booze and trucks and stuff. Like this is music. bro country to a T. No, this that's always that's country music. They've always talked about homegrown on in country music. Always. Yeah, but like, give it a rest. Talk about like nutrition and like running and. Name me one rap song that talks about nutrition and running that isn't lose that weight by uh, that idiot from uh, D12. I'm. I can't name anything, so uh, this is a false flag argument. Um, can I can I make also- can I make a recommendation for next for for the series going on? Mm-hmm. Don't look at the song length before the song starts. You can look at it afterwards, but I feel like looking at the length is putting you in a sour mood before the song even starts. 
I feel like you can't tell me how I experience my music, and the first thing I always do when I listen to a song is look at its running. Ridiculous. Well, all right, fine. So, okay, so song too long. Way too long. I'm working. I'll try to find something shorter, I guess. Second of all, they're in a weed room, and uh, it's like acoustic or something, and you have this like weird drummer in the background just like slapping on this drum. <laughs> okay, yeah. You're uh, describing stupid. music. Yeah, you're describing a song. Correct, yeah. Big beards, cowboy hats. Like, wear normal clothing. Oh, did you watch the music video? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never seen... I don't know, like... I. I'm giving you these songs to listen to. I don't know anything about mu- the music videos. I don't. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. So I don't know what. I don't know what's going on in that. Having said all that, I uh, I really like the song. Hey, there we go. Four minutes and thirty six seconds. Not not too bad. Not looking too bad. I kind of ducked out like mentally at the end because it's too much lyrics. But uh, True. and it also kind of just washes together. But yeah. having said that, it's like. It's a tune I would listen to again. Okay. I I quite enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, Brothers Osborne. Brothers Osborne yeah. are terrific. I would honestly uh, go for a walk and listen to more songs of them. Hey, all right. Okay. Hey, that's a victory in my book. We can end the segment as far as I'm concerned. Now you're a country music fan. But this is a warning to all you mus- musicians out there. People are looking at your running times, and if it's <laughs> over four minutes, they're not going to listen. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Jingles only, please. Right and tight. And if you're doing a skit before your oh, uh, music video, get yeah. out of here. Oh, they, there's a skit? See, I don't take any there onus. There it wasn't. Oh, good. Whew. I don't take any onus for the music. I don't. I would recommend watching lyric videos if you're going to do anything, because then you don't have to get bogged down with all that bullshit that they put in there. Then I'm reading the whole time. No, like, you just get close out. your eyes. You're listening. <laughs> can't shut my eyes. Sure you can. My eyes were meant to see this we're, God's beautiful land. You know, you should go for a drive and listen to these songs. That's a good way to enjoy country music is going for a drive. Then I'm reading and driving? No, That's not a good you're suggestion. listening and driving. You're experiencing. My city just got rental scooters. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Hey, but you love the rental scooter, scooter Seattle's yeah. finest. It's it's really fun to do. So I uh, I can't wait to see these littered amongst our uh, downtown area yep. and get graffitied within like probably a day. Oh, already graffitied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the sure. SGI people that put them out probably graffitied them. Yeah, I definitely wrote uh, "f the city" and "f these scooters" on them. <laughs> F the government. That's right. Would, uh, would... Who does Jesse Ventura run uh, SGI? Hey there, folks. F the government. I love F the government. <laughs> you love me too. Yeah. Well, hey. Uh, okay, great. So, Weed, Whiskey, and Willie, that's a, that's a check mark. Yeah. I want this segment to last forever because I really enjoy this segment, <laughs> but I feel like it has, like, a uh, shelf life. Yeah, it's called uh, the end of summer when you put country music to bed. Yeah, put yeah. the bed to bed. Well, that's the thing. Like, con- again, country music is only good in the summertime. It has no place anywhere else in the year. So that's why this is the perfect segment for Cowgirl Summer 3, Heartland. Well, this is a challenge to all you uh, country folks out there. Oh. Make uh, winter palatable for the countryman. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, we can't go boating in the winter. No, definitely not. Yeah, that's the other thing they talk about, boats. Yeah, lots of boats. That's the thing. You just kind of have to, like, you have to learn to, like, if you don't love it, you have to learn to love all the tropes of country music, which is going going boating with your buddies, 
drinking beers with your buddies, getting your heart broken, and uh, God. That's another one. Yeah, you gotta love God. Oh, yeah. you, you gotta love tropes if you love uh, country music, <laughs> basically. You gotta love tropes. I I know that we only have like uh, a couple minutes left in this episode, uh, <laughs> but do you like boating? Um, yeah, I don't do much or any of it really. I don't have a lot of access to a boat, but like, yeah, anytime I've been on a boat, I enjoy it. It's fun. I I kind of hate it. I I'm very scared of it. Like even huh. going at a normal speed on like a regular boat, I'm like this is too fast. It yeah, it feels like I get what you mean. Yeah, it's almost like mixing the worst parts of being on a motorcycle with like just like no just high speed. It's like a motorcycle essentially. You're just like whipping down the water, no roof, no seatbelt, the wind you're in your hair. Just bouncing open air. <laughs> you're just bouncing, you're afraid you could get bucked out at any time. And I read about somebody, like, tragically dying early from a drowning accident and boating's involved almost every year. Oh, my gosh. Well, you should wear a life vest. That's the important part. Wear a life preserver. No, I'm cool. <laughs> well, th yeah, so were they until they drowned. That's cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, that bloat. Oh, we love it. The bloat? Uh, you know, when you drown, you, you get waterlogged and you get the bloat. I, I don't want to make light of people's tragedies, but uh, bloating is a fun way to fun thing to happen to your body after it dies. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, it's well, it happens to all of us unless we get cremated or smushed or something like that. Yeah, smushed. That's what I want to. After I die, I don't want to be buried. I want to be smushed. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll let your wife know. Or just like throw me in the back of a cement truck and just let that wheel just spin me around till I'm paced and then pour me into the, I don't know, concrete of a building. I feel like of all the things that uh, can happen to your body after, your die, after you die, burning it is the one thing I don't want. Yeah, what's well, terrible for the environment, first of all. Yeah, and then you're just like ashes. You're nothing. Like, put <laughs> me in the ground and let me feed some worms or something. Agreed, yeah, let me feed those worms. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Well, hey, uh, that's a great place to end... Woo! Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, make... I know we just ended it, but make a song about getting eaten by worms. I, I, I'm sure there is one. I'm sure there's a song about eat, getting eaten by worms. And make it 2.30. Yeah, and make it about how, like, you went fishing, but then the worms turned on you and ate you instead of you baiting the lines with some uh, worms. Yeah, put a twist in it. Yeah. Oh, man, if there's if there's one thing... Hang on, we gotta jump back into the segment. Woo! Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah! If there's one thing country music loves, it's taking a phrase and putting a little twist on it. Yeah, you gotta twist it up. You gotta put a lemon rind on that beach. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a song called uh, uh, A Beach Ain't One. And oh, okay. Of course, it got 99 problems with Beach Ain't One, right? Yeah. yeah Ripping yeah. off rap. Ripping off rap, of course, as country music does. They want to be rap so bad. Based on that second song you gave me, they definitely do. Okay, well, that song is about the farthest. That's not a rap. That's not a good uh, example. I'll, I can send you an example of a rap country song. I got a bunch of them on my playlist. All right. Yeah, maybe next week we'll do a little Nelly, a little Nelly country song. Well, Nelly's my favorite person ever, except oh. for all the bad stuff he did. What bad stuff did he do? Start the St. Lunatics? I don't know. He got canceled for something. Did he? Yeah, he had a like a reality show. Me and my wife watched it, and it seemed like he had just like the coolest family and just like had fun. Oh, but it was, like, it's all written and stuff. Too, was it like so. Jaws Rules? 
I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming so, yeah. Well, I mean, that's not what it's called, but th there was a Ja Rule reality show where it was like about his family and everything, so I just I assume it's called same. Jaws Rules. Yeah, Jaws Rules. I mean, Jaws does rule. That's a good movie. Eh. Okay. Well, hey, uh, season one, episode six of Heartland, One Trick Pony. And I, I feel like this episode was a One Trick Pony. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Because uh, it's all about Carl, and nobody gives a crap. Yeah, it's all about Carl. Carl comes to visit, and uh, there are moments in this, like, I kind of was back and forth on Carl. There are things that he does that I go, I don't like you, but then there's other things that he does where I go, like, ah, I kind of like you. The only thing I liked was him getting kicked off of that horse twice. See, and that's I, that, I liked Carl in that moment because he got bucked off the horse into a mud puddle. He didn't get upset. He just went, oh, time to get back on that horse. And they got bucked off again. I was like, all right, let's go home. <laughs> that was the only redeeming moment where he was like, well, when you get kicked off a horse, you got to get back up. He's he not, didn't say it as cool as that. No, he's not country. He's, no, he's right. definitely city boy. He's from New York, soon to be Chicago. He, he has that Bluetooth uh, earpiece in his uh, ear the whole time, and Jack makes fun of it. Yeah. And, 2007 so. called. They want their Bluetooth earpiece back. I I can't believe that was a thing. I mean, nowadays, people just have, like, AirPods in their ears, yeah. and they just do the same thing, but it doesn't look as stupid. It's the same thing, though. Oh, yeah. It still looks stupid, but not as stupid, but still yeah. stupid. We got smaller and cooler and hipper and wiser. Yeah, for sure we did. That piece of the mothership uh, got some upgrades. Yeah, smaller, sleeker. Of course, yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, aliens are here? Oh, wow, good question. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say maybe. I'm going to say aliens exist, but I don't think they're here. No, too far. I mean, there's all this stuff about UFOs that have been coming out and all this, and it's like... I don't know. I don't believe it. Who've hearted? Who've hearted? I like. Here's the thing. Here's why I don't believe aliens are real or are here on on the planet Earth because Donald Trump was president. And are you telling me that they briefed him on aliens and he didn't just go blab his mouth to everybody about the aliens? I don't believe that for a second. Do you think they briefed him on anything? I don't. You know, they probably briefed him. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. The show is not a political podcast. Well, it is now. Now it can be. I guess. Country life's not political. Well, I'm right of the line. I can tell you that much. I'm riding the lightning. Strike me down an electric chair. Get me out of here. Thank you. Uh, so we open up, and uh, uh, Lou and Scott are trying to catch geese to give them dewormer, and it's a very fun scene. Very fun scene. And Scott is just beautiful. Yeah, Scott's Scott's very handsome. He has a very handsome smile. When he smiles, you see both sets of teeth, and that's that's a good look. I I must have missed it on the last episode cuz I did not see Scott go try to go in for a kiss. Oh, yeah, no that happened for sure. Well, he just so you kind of went in and Lou was like, "I'm going to vomit." <laughs> <laughs> well, he kind of got her drunk cuz I don't think he was like tipping her back pretty hard well who was driving in that scene i guess he must have been driving so he can't have gotten he can, might have had a beer or two i mean you're in rural alberta you're gonna have like seven or eight beers and then drive home no problem and they're drinking like uh two ounce glasses like they're not super big they're small town bar glasses yeah they, they said line up a bunch of shots and fill them with beer yeah and the bartender went no i don't want to do that. that's gonna be such a mess for me for this bad experience for you no gonna have to keep pouring over and over again this is ridiculous oh my god my wrist is gonna get sore from all the pouring 
Poor Scott. Oh, poor Scott. Yeah. Well, not poor Scott. Uh, not anymore. Well, yeah. Carl comes back uh, from the big city. Uh, is moving to Chicago. Yeah, is that your jacket? Uh, and he gets Lou an interview with a firm that he's uh, going to. That's right. Uh, Griffin and Sharp. Griffin and Sharp. That sounds legitimate. Sure. <laughs> sure does. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a real law firm in Chicago. Definitely. Yeah. And he used to he used to go to a dude ranch as a kid, so he's comfortable around horses. And like, I'll give him props for that. Nobody believes he can ride a horse, and then he rides a horse, and they're like, "Oh, well, we should give you props for that." Actually, you rode that horse. Like every episode, there's a new horse in the stable, and they're <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out uh, this horse and how to command it. Um, turns out it's a trick horse from, like, a rodeo the red, uh, tour. The, the Red Rodeo Cowboy Girls, which are the Canadian version of the Sweethearts of the Rodeo. So it, so it listens to a bunch of old, like, uh, cowboy stereotypes, like, get along little doggy and giddy up and <laughs> yeah. whoa and all that sort of thing. I love that they're, like... Like when when Ty and Amy are walking pirate and Ty goes, whoa, dude. And the horse stops and they go, oh, he stopped to whoa. It's like, yeah, that's what horses stop to. Why, why are you surprised that this horse knows the command whoa? Isn't that what you're supposed to say to stop a horse? Oh, that's an old, old time trick for <laughs> yeah, horses, apparently. They, they done away with whoa years ago, apparently. Uh, yeah, now they just say dude when they want the horse <laughs> to stop. I'm surprised that uh, Ty didn't say, dude, where's my car? I'm or my horse. I'm surprised that horse doesn't speak French. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go, arrête, and the horse stopped. Oh, this horse is les incompetents. <laughs> oh, this horse is making me say tabernacle. <laughs> this horse is making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would like to have a hamburger, of course. <laughs> oh, have you watched any of the Pink Panthers since I've uh, no. told you to watch them? No, you told me to watch Pink Panther with Steve Martin, and I did not watch it. But I'm sure it's great. I have no doubt about that. All the old uh, original movies are on Tubi, and they're uh, pretty fun, too. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, never watch <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, I don't care. I got a lot yeah, of Yeah, 80 for Brady is exactly. taking up a lot of room. You're, I ask you to listen to a five-minute country song once a week, and you want me to watch a two-hour Steve Martin movie. Fine. Good, fair trade. The burger. Oh, the burger. <laughs> well, in that case, now you sold me on it. Now that no the burger's in it. It's beautiful. Jean Renault is in it. <laughs> and other people, I'm assuming, other French fricks are in it. Tim Thibault. Gerard Depardieu, there to molest children. I don't know if he does uh, that. I don't know if he does that. I'm just saying that. <laughs> You're just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just asking questions. He's French. He's obviously a creep in some way. What, whether it's like sexually assaulting women or being inappropriate with children, he's French. There's something inappropriate he's doing. That's just how it is. Yeah, very inappropriate. They have an inappropriate uh, cadence. Absolutely, they do, yeah. Jean Renault, you're on notice, pal. Did you find it dumbfounding that Mallory figures out that Scott's in love with Lou when she can't even figure out that Ty's in love with Amy? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a very good question. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> she did find the engagement ring, so that's a pretty clear indication someone might be in love with someone. Although, when Carl says I love you at the end of the episode, it really sounds like it's the first time he said it. Oh, yeah. They've never said I love you to each other. No. And throughout this whole episode, you find out that, like, they were good business partners, and they were in the big city, and they were making bank, yeah. and all that energy, like, turned into a relationship that neither of them wanted to be in. And they were, like, 
they've been together for six months. Yeah. So it's really like so so you were busy you worked well together, you banged a couple times after a hard night of work and Chinese yeah. food, and now you're like dating? That doesn't make any sense. And probably making like hundreds of thousands of dollars for your company, uh oh, yeah. you know. So that rush like gets in your uh crotch. Closing deals. Is it as good as roping cattle? I don't know. Wheeling and dealing. That's the difference between a city relationship and a country relationship. Mm. Country's about love. City's about making money. Making bank. Hey, you know, you could save some money at the ranch if you switch from cubes to pellets to feed the horses alfalfa. <laughs> alfalfa? Oh, alfalfa. Yeah, but the cubes are better. Well, save you four, four cents. I I hate to digress, but that's the way our whole society has gotten. Amen. We've all gone to pellets. Yeehaw, brother. Save a buck, lose a mile. That's right. That's what I say. We're not even eating pellets. We're eating the, the dust that's inside the pellets. It was cheaper to get that, just raw dog dust. <laughs> yeah, feed them dust. Yeah, feed them dust. Let the horses run. What do you think of uh, the through line of this episode of Lou uh, baking a cake for uh, Uncle Jack or Grandpa Jack? Uh, Uncle Jack. I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed that. Say, I, and I, I liked her baking. The, I liked that she had multiple boxes of cake mix, which like the thing I didn't like about it, though, is that it's not hard to bake a cake. It's not well, it's, it's not it's hard at all. It's not hard to bake a cake like from scratch. But it's yeah. definitely not hard at all to make it from a box. And, like, like Lou burns the first cake she makes, and it's like, okay, set a timer then. Like, wh that's on you, Lou. Like, it's not the, like, you didn't, like, you just, you didn't do it right. Just follow the directions, Lou. Set a timer. Check it. Put a, a, t a toothpick in it. What are you doing? Like, uh, I believe with those cake box uh, kits, you just, like, add water and an egg and mix it <laughs> yeah. and then put it in a tin. That's it. You got to grease up the tin. Oh, you got to. Whether butter or cooking spray or something like that. And then it's, like, 35 minutes in the oven and it's done. Yeah. And, like, use the toothpick. Make sure it's cooked. Mm -hmm. And and then uh, the trick to uh, her mother's famous icing. Dead, by the way. Yeah. Oh, still dead. Hasn't come back yet. <laughs> Nope. We haven't seen her rotten hand punch out of the ground and come back to take over the farm. I think it's gonna happen, but not yet. That's like uh, that's a finale. Like that's how this that's how the first season ends is with her mom punching her hand out of the dirt. Dream. <laughs> it's a lot like Deliverance. She her hand comes out of the lake and it scares you. It's a lot like Deliverance. This this uh, series is starting at Deliverance before <laughs> our very eyes. It certainly is. Yeah. Uh, and then her uh, mother's trick for good icing is canned icing, which Scott knew for some reason, probably because he had his fingers in that icing, if you know what I mean. Hey, that's a euphemism for sure. Yeah, for Lou. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, this feels just like your mother's icing. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> Uncle Jack, or why do I want to call him Uncle Jack? Because if it's crazy. always sunny, that's why. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Um, but Jack would have no part of it. If he even no. hears Goopy Grease, he's going <laughs> to step in and kick Scott Cardinal out. Well, he's an old man. He's a light sleeper. Any squeak of the bed springs or creak of the floor or goopy grease or whatever you said, gloopy grease, <laughs> Jack's wide awake, sitting up in bed. Don't wake Daddy. Well, he's probably in the barn a lot. He definitely doesn't want Carl to have sex with Lou. Oh, and if they're not careful, Grandpa Jack's going to let his horse out of the barn. 
let him frick one last time before Lou shuts down his heart. I don't think Lou wants that, though. I don't think they have had sex. That's my guess. I don't think they've ever had sex. I think they fricked Raw Dog in the office for sure. Raw How dog? else do you propose after? Raw Dog? Do you think he... Do you think he <laughs> Maybe not. A- it was the 90s. People were very aware of AIDS. Well, <laughs> that was a big concern. I mean, the big city, there could be AIDS anywhere. I could sit on toilets and get AIDS in the big city. Honestly, AIDS awareness in the late 80s and 90s was everywhere. It True. was like in commercials during like kids programming. Yeah, oh yeah. Reason. Hey, eight-year-old kids watching Ghostbusters, don't share needles or you'll get AIDS. Huh? Yeah. What do you don't need? sit on a toilet. Yeah, don't have gay sex. You'll get AIDS, kids. They're like, hey, 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 calm down. It, yeah, calm down yeah. is what they told them. <laughs> Hey, calm down. Go play with Play-Doh. Right? All you kids trying to... <laughs> all you kids out there trying to have gay sex, just calm down, all right? Just take a breath. God, you haven't even hit puberty yet. Slow your roll, bro. Masturbate. There'll be plenty of time for that in the future. Just for now, be a kid. Watch Ghostbusters. Have a good time. Good time. When I was a kid and people told me there's plenty of time in the future to do things, I just, like, didn't believe them. Like, you just didn't want to listen. And then you become an adult and you're like, oh, this thing takes forever. <laughs> Why can't I be dead already? <laughs> well, I mean, the sweet release. Oh, and it, and it is sweet. It might not be. You might go to hell. That's true. Yeah, you really might go to hell. That's absolutely true, yeah. yeah. Or, hey, maybe Jay- we, maybe when we die, we go to another dimension where we become slaves for giant bugs or something. Who knows? Another dimension? Yeah. New galaxies. And this is just like a like a crop. They're just like growing uh, beings so they can be their slaves? Yeah, pretty much. We you, you die, and then you wake up, and you're pushing a wheel in some world you've never been to, surrounded by other dead people, getting whipped by giant ant monsters. That would be very impressive if you're, like, already pushing a wheel. Like, I would assume that I'd have to, like, get out of goop. They'd have to, like, regrow muscles. Right. But I guess, like, if they have the technology to build all this world just for slaves, they could probably have you informed right away. Oh, true. And it's, like, it's more of a consciousness thing, right? Your consciousness gets transferred into a slave body, and then you're a bug slave. And that's just the way it goes. And that's the true reality. And this is just, this is all just nothing. Luminous beings... Is this a book that you've read? Yeah. Because it's good to, uh, yeah. It is. Good. Yeah, it's a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I don't want to spoil it, though, because it is It is like the whole book leads up to this reveal, and it's a pretty pretty sweet little moment. It's a good book. You already ruined it. But what's the book? I kind of want to no, read it. No, I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. Okay. All right. But I want to read this book. Well, it's a pretty good book. You'd really like it. It's, uh, yeah, it's a really good book. <laughs> but I'll never know. I'll never Send it to it me in the chat. No, no, no. I'll never tell you. I don't want to spoil it for you. Well, I'm going to look it up on Google. So. I'm, I'm currently looking at my bookshelf trying to find it, and I don't remember. Oh, I, I can tell you. Nah, I don't want to. It'll spoil it. I'll tell you off air. I don't want to ruin it for the listeners. Okay, good. They know the ending now, but they don't know what, what it's the ending to, so. Well, I'll tell you the ending of this episode of Heartland. Sure. Uh, Not Scott Cardinal. Carl uh, <laughs> proposes to Lou, but it's the worst proposal in the world. Yeah. Because he just wants to get engaged, so this uh, new firm that he's going to go work with, uh, which is a family firm, of course. Uh, and he told them that he was engaged. Yeah. Um, 
So he wants to get engaged so he can have this job and be very successful in business. Because if you if you tell a lie, but then you make it true, then it's not a lie. That's business, baby. You gotta you gotta push your chips out and then come up with the cards later. That's <laughs> amen to that, brother. You definitely do. I thought you were gonna say when you earlier when you said not Scott Cardinal, but Carl. I thought you were gonna say not Scott Cardinal, but Carl Scottinal. <laughs> that would be great if they named him that in this yeah. episode. If that was his last name, Carl Scottinol, and she was like, I don't know who to pick. Uh, what? <laughs> you, you're going to be Lou Scottinol. That's who you're going to be. You could be Lou Cardinal. Mallory's head would explode trying to, like, figure this all out. Yeah, yeah, it would. She couldn't handle it. She can barely handle her crush on Ty. <laughs> she definitely can't handle that. And then in a couple of years? Oh, their friendship is nice, though. I like Mallory and Ty in this episode. Just making fun of Carl behind his back and, like, just having a good time. Having a good time. Just loving their life together. I love it. But watching it, I, I do agree that it's a very fun relationship. But watching it just makes my bones ache because I know her heart is going to get crushed when Amy and Ty tie the knot. I'd wager she's probably going to start dating some dude by then, though. Like, I I'd wager ben. Mallory. Yeah, probably Ben, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe Ben. Yeah, maybe Stephen Amell will come back. She'll start dating him. I love that, like, Ben's not in this episode, and instead of, like, coming up with a huge, like, story or anything, one character is just like, yeah, Ben's away. Yeah, yeah, he's off competing for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's gone. I think one of the things I love about this episode is that Carl comes to visit, and, and Lou's like, well, he I was going to put him up in Mom's old room. And Grandpa's like... Well, his room is that mean his room is right next to your room. We can't have that. We're gonna put him in the barn with Ty, and they're just gonna share a room. But like, just let Ty sleep in your mom's room for the weekend. So sad. What are you doing? Like, they just they refused. <coughs> they refused to let Ty into the house. I I just assumed Ty was going to the dead mom's room. I. I just, like, that was the yeah. clearest, uh, most logical situation for me. And then he's like, oh, don't tell me. And then they show him both in his uh, barn yeah. room. I'm like, what? Why? What happened here? Did they take the bed out of dead mom's room to put in this room? Why didn't you put the man in the bed? It would have been easier. Well, I get, well, Grandpa Jack's radar is on point because if he lets Ty in the house, him and Amy, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, he doesn't want to hear Ty masturbating, so... Masturbating, yeah. Exactly. Napsturbating. Now we're talking. <laughs> How are Carl or Ty supposed to masturbate? Back-to-back. Uh, -back. <laughs> Quietly and back-to-back, -back, of course. I thought it was going to be back-to-back -back end episode. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even talked about Grandpa's birthday yet. Ah, screw him. How old do you think he turned? 69? 69. Of course. <laughs> if dressage and orphans I love How old were do you my cowgirl pregnant. Gotta raise some money. 69. To save the camp, oh, I swear. Oh, Save the ranch. Oh, he's, he's a young the grandpa. Farm. These people on the farm are freaking every 20 years. You're right. You get them out. You're right. Probably 54. It's cowgirl oh, like summer with oh, my God. Pure boys. Hallelujah. Amen. Heaven bless the show of land. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 
Happy birthday, Grandpa Jack. God, I'd hate to read my performance review after that one. <laughs>